Thanks for listening to the Best of Coast to Coast podcast. Become a Coast Insider, and you can hear this complete conversation as well as recent shows featuring guests discussing new cases of the troubling cattle mutilation phenomenon, worrisome instances of clandestine CIA torture, and the evidence that the lost city of Atlantis may have really once existed. Check out these programs and many other fascinating episodes waiting for you in the Coast to Coast Archive by heading over to coasttocoastam.com and signing up for Coast Insider. Now here's a highlight from Coast to Coast AM on iHeartRadio. And welcome back to Coast to Coast. Stanton Friedman has worked for years as a nuclear physicist on highly classified projects like nuclear aircraft and power plants for space. He has lectured on the topic of UFOs to hundreds of colleges and professional groups over the years. I call him, of course, the father of modern-day ufology, Stanton Friedman, back with us on Coast to Coast. Stan, always a pleasure, my friend. How you been? Well, pretty good. I mean, remember, I live where it's winter. You know, <laughs> you guys don't, but... <laughs> Up there in uh, Canada. Eastern Canada. Yeah, that's right. Eastern yeah. Canada. Four time zones ahead of California. And you still make your way to Maine to your P.O. box to pick yes. up all your... Uh, that's amazing. That really is. Well, th- th- this story, have you been following this, Stan? Well, I yes. It was on the uh, inside front page, uh, sort of second front page, of the Fredericton Daily Gleaner, where I live. And so I, I saw the illustration, and let, let's face it, it's an artist concept. That's not a, you know, somebody really seeing something. They have a rough idea that it's long and thin, uh, cigar shape, as somebody calls it. Uh, we don't. We we know it's there. We know it was moving very fast, came through the solar system, and was picked up by a system that's really looking for asteroids that might, you know, asteroids can do a heck of a lot of damage. A big hunk of rock from out there, if it hits the Earth, uh, they say that's how the uh, dinosaurs did That's right. That's right. So we're not talking about a little hole in the ground if one of these things hits you. Uh, And so it's a mystery. And they they know its color, and they've got telescopes trying to... It's past us now. I mean, you you can't see it now, but... uh, trying to figure out more and they're they're listening for alien technology why do some of them some of them think that it could be some kind of alien craft well only because what else could it be (laughs) (laughs) we we haven't you know it's one of those uh, well if it isn't this then it must be somebody sent it but we don't know we're pretty ignorant about this sort of thing uh you know, it, the universe is large. The solar system is large. The galaxy is very large. Uh, we are not uh, at the end of our rope when it comes to knowing what's going on. We we don't have answers for all the questions. But I, I noticed this guy. I, I did some looking on the web, and uh, uh, people, <laughs> as one guy said in his article, it's not alien. That's the standard uh, response. Can't be alien. Uh, it's never aliens, one comment said. Uh, that's what they're saying. So w- we don't know what the situation is, but it, it's interesting simply because we haven't picked up something like this before that that's is right. moving at very high speed, not uh, no, uh, round in size or anything. It's, it's cigar-shaped. And uh, I, I get a kick out of that because, frankly, I t- always talk about uh, if you're coming from outer space, if somebody is visiting us, and I definitely think some 
buddies are. Um, it, I, I think of a two-stage system. A huge mothership, which goes from star to star, and then once you're in the atmosphere of a planet where the conditions are altogether different, heating in the atmosphere, you know, the gravitational field of a planet and so forth, then you have uh, what I call Earth excursion modules. Call them flying saucers if you want. So I've always said that, uh, and, and here you see this drawing in the paper, or this artist concept, uh, you know, long cigar shape. We have reports of cigar-shaped mothership uh, this size. Uh, and they're not seen near the ground now. They're normally seen uh, quite a ways above the ground. Uh, so this is going to be interesting to see how it proves out. Remember, it was first discovered in October. Mm-hmm. And we've been trying to find out a heck of a lot more about it, and we haven't really. We're tuning more radio telescopes uh, to see if we can hear anything, George. You know. Well, would it be if it if it was an alien craft, Stan? Would it uh, still be under uh, this kind of uh, extraterrestrial control, or has it gone rogue? We don't know. That's one of the questions, of course. It seems to be not maneuvering, uh, you know, but it's rotating. Uh, it, it's turning over uh, every couple of hours. Uh, and so that, that's one of the things that makes it peculiar. It's not just something moving in one direction and staying in that direction and looking the same all the time. But they've deduced that it's, you know, like uh, 1,300 feet long, and uh, depending on who you read, uh, 80 to 100 feet uh the thickness of the uh, cigar. Right, and it's almost as wide as a football field. Yeah. yeah, It's a big old monster. You certainly wouldn't want it to hit the planet. <laughs> yeah, but is it is it spinning? Well, it's rotating. I, spinning is not something I can answer at this point. I've looked for that to see whether, you know, are they calling it spinning. It, it's like it's end over end kind of thing. So for a part of the time, it's presenting a large face to us, if you will, and for part of the time a much smaller face. That's where they get this, these dimensions. Uh, so, uh, you know, it's one of those mysteries, and it begs for an answer, and the answers aren't coming easy. Uh, you know, it's gone. We, we can't see it. Right, and they say it's, it's zooming cleanly, they say. It doesn't have any space debris around it. No, that's one of the things. At first, somebody thought, well, it must be a comet from someplace else, but there's no junk around it. Uh, it is red. Uh, they say when the, the, the caption on the photo, uh, photo on the drawing says, elongated metallic or rocky object, about 400 meters long, it's roughly 1,300 feet, uh, and is unlike anything normally found in the solar system. Well... We're due for a surprise. I guess we got one. So, you know, this could go in any direction, George. Uh, you know, is somebody driving the vehicle? No. Did he have an accident? And, and, and who knows how old it is? Well, that, that's uh, we have no idea. Uh, we live, you know, <laughs> we used to like to think that, well, we're pretty special. We're, there's a whole bunch of planets uh, in our solar system, uh, only one of them is like us, that is covered with water mostly and uh, with oxygen so you can breathe. And so, hey, we're special. And 
there was a time when Frank Drake of the SETI community mm-hmm. searched for extraterrestrial intelligence. I say silly effort to investigate. You know, <laughs> at one point, no, he said Seth, that, Seth would not like that, Stan. Uh, Seth nor Frank would like it. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've said it, uh, you know, on your programs, man. Yeah, fact. sure. Uh, but the, the thing is that, what is it? We don't know. And people seem surprised. You mean we don't know everything? No, we don't. <laughs> and I, I, I've been saying for a very long time that, uh, you know, instead of this uh, 8,000 figure that Frank Drake came up with several years ago, uh, now the number for how many planets, everywhere we look, there's planets, uh, extraterrestrial planets indeed. Uh, the latest number, to give you an example of what we're talking about here, when I say there are lots of them, Within 100 light years of here, which is just down the street, uh, on galactic terms, there are 10,000 stars. And by the latest data we have, there's, that means there's about 16,000 planets. Uh, and I'm not saying they all have life. You know, may, maybe only 10 All you need is one I other think. one to have life. That's all. Well, yeah. And, and so we know... Uh, from my viewpoint, now the SETI people never consider flying saucers. You read their books, which I do. They don't read mine, but I read theirs. Uh, and you don't see any references to large-scale scientific studies, uh, even done by astronomers. It's like uh, it can't be, if if they were coming, we would know about it, George. They, they would have phoned in and asked for an interview, I suppose, is the idea. Exactly. <laughs> well, back to this uh, object, whatever it might be. Uh, they are calculating that it might have come from the Vega star system. It wasn't that the star system in the contact movie with Jodie Foster? Didn't they come from the Vega area? I don't know. They uh, might I, have. I, I, I hate to say that. That isn't that far away. And uh, we've got a mystery. And I will say they've spent a long time before they publicly announced this. It was discovered in October, uh, whatever it is. <laughs> And uh, uh, this is when the first public announcement was made, as far as I can tell. Yeah. Why can't they say, Stanton, definitively that it's an asteroid? Well, they're calling it an interstellar asteroid. But that, you know, that, that doesn't answer much of a question. It comes from outside our solar system. No question about that, judging by the speed it's going and its trajectory. Uh, and so, you know, whether it's, it's a rogue spaceship... Or just a hunk of rock that's going in the wrong direction, or as a result of a cataclysmic uh, collision uh, way out there someplace. One one of the things that I found, and, and I've done two recent columns. I do a monthly column for the MUFON Journal, Mutual UFO Network. Right. And there was a special issue of Scientific American a couple months ago, devoted to life in outer space, and there was this also a special issue of Newsweek magazine. Uh, and both of them uh, going through the, how weird the universe is and uh, how we don't have answers to lots of questions. We're, we're growing up a little bit. Uh, <laughs> our egos are still in place, but uh, I think we're losing ground on that score. You know? Listen to more Coast to Coast AM every weeknight at 1 a.m. Eastern and go to coasttocoastam.com for more.